How's it going, all you lovely little weirdos? I am Global Outcast, and that is my co-host. The Anime Shogun. And if any of you, just a little heads up, if any of you didn't catch the short little video that we made, or I made, um, some stuff happened last month, or in, towards the end of November, and uh, we I had to take a month off to uh, mourn the death of a person. But now, uh, let's get this shit started. Today we are talk, finally talking about the last of the Lord of the Rings movie, Return of the King. Do you have any favorite moments? Let's start off with the classic. Um, ooh, there's a lot of good moments that I like. Now, if you want For me, okay. I'd have to say, holy shit, um, yeah, don't mind that, sorry, I just looked outside to see how windy it was. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the, for me the biggest thing is when they're when they're at Helm's Deep, if I remember correctly, at the end of two, yep, it was uh, Gandalf and a bunch of the Rohirrim were riding down the hill. Yep, but it wasn't so much that. Like I liked when they were coming down the hill and facing the orcs like that. Mm -hmm. I liked it. But for me, the bigger part that I really enjoyed was more of when Aragorn was like, right out with me. Right out and meet them. And Gimli's on the fucking horn. Yep. That, and continuing from that, it's not exactly the same part, but I don't. for the biggest part that I liked at, at the start of the movie was literally Legolas and Gimli at the, uh, after, hold on. Whew. Ugh. Being sick is not fun. It is not. Stay in school, kids. Don't do drugs. Um. <laughs> no, it's when Legolas and them are, and they're, they're talking about their count at Helm's Deep. That was an amazing moment. And Gimli had a higher, he had a higher count number than one. And Legolas throw, shoots a bow and, and he, he matches the number. I don't remember what the number was, but he matches the number with Gimli. He's like 32 or 33, whatever the number was. I think it was 43. Something. And he's like, he was twitching. And Gimli's like, I know he was twitching. I would hope he's twitching. He's got my axe buried into his head. <laughs> and as he's doing that, he's got his hand on the axe moving it. And you just see the leg and the arm are twitching. Yep. <sighs> For anybody who doesn't know, you can see that part in the extended versions. You won't see it in the theatrical versions. No, you will not. My favorite moment, one of my favorite moments is when you see, uh, like, after the initial battle in with the city in white. I forget the, the city's name. Minas Tirith. Thank you. And you see Gimli just sitting on the throne and everything like that. And they're all just chilling. And, uh, they're, and they're like, well, we have to go make sure Frodo and all that get to get to Mount Small Doom. chance of success. It's Gimli's little small chance. He's like certain certain death? small chance of success. Certain death. A certain chance of uh, 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 of of victory. Certain death. What, what are, are we, we waiting, waiting for? for? That is by far my favorite line. Because I'm sitting there like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. That is by far. My other 
my other favorite moment is when they're all hanging out in Rohan. Yep. And Gondor sees the beacon lit. And he just throws his cup of soup, I think it is. And he runs and he's like, Gondor calls for aid! Gondor calls for aid! The line that lost a thousand memes. Rohan will answer. The line that launched the line that launched a thousand memes. <laughs> the I'm beacons not... are lit. The beacons are lit. Gondor calls for aid. I'm not wrong. No. <laughs> but that one always cracked me up. Give yep. me, a, give me, a, give me your second one. My second favorite one is actually also a fun fact. Samwise is the only person to injure um, the Shelob. giant. Yeah, Shelob, the giant spider. Shelob, Shelob, yeah. the giant spider. Yep. By far, one of my favorite scenes is when he. You find out Samwise has just been following those uh, Frodo and um, Gollum because he doesn't trust the little bastard. I mean, why would you? And eventually, he ends up saving uh, saving Frodo. I love that one. I love that scene because it shows how much of a good friend Samwise was. Well, yeah, because after she had stabbed him in the stomach and he got picked up by the orcs of Minas Morgal yep. and got sent there, he actually followed. And let's not forget the fact that he was wiping orcs off of the fucking map with a pan. Yep. He Sam. used a sword. He used Sting, which I think they lost Sting because I think he stabbed an orc with Sting. No, it was a different sword. Yeah. I think it was his one of his elvish swords. Yeah. He stabbed in, pushed him off. Then he pulls out a pan. A fucking pan! And starts beating the fuck out of orcs with pans. Like, fuck you. That pan is about as deadly as a fucking sword. Hey, don't mess with Samwise. Oh. Yeah, he was especially, and I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, when, when Frodo comes back from being stabbed and he's looking for the ring and he's freaking out and the guy, and one of the orcs is like, I'm gonna stick you like a something whatever reference he makes and Samwise just out of nowhere you just see Sting popping through the orc's chest, he's like not if I gut you first Yep, 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 that one that one was another good line. Like that entire scene was amazing. Then doesn't my soon after doesn't he carry, soon after doesn't he carry up Frodo a little bit up to the mountain? Because yeah, he puts Frodo. He he like put uh, does like I think it's a fireman carry where you're over to the shoulders. Yeah, and he's carrying him out of Minas Morgal until he gets closer to Mordor. Yeah, and when he does, uh, they drop their gear and they throw on like tiny or I don't want to say orcs because orcs are supposed to be big, yeah. but they're not like goblins. Yeah. But yeah, I want to say yeah. I guess you could say orcs because they do have different versions of orcs. Because you've got mountain orcs, you've got your like Mordor orcs, which I think are smaller than your. Then your mountain orcs. You've got your Urukai, which is a crossbreed of elves, elves and and orcs. So yeah, I guess you could say orcs in general, but that's just too bland. But yeah, that's yeah. Um, I don't know 
What, where are we at? Did I do two already? Yeah. No, I did my one, didn't I? No, you did two. Because you talked about... Um, the Helm's Deep. Uh, you talked about the Rohan. Yep, the kill count. Yep, and the kill and the kill. Well, count. okay, let me let me take that back. The whole Gundor calls for aid wasn't necessarily my second one. It was just more of like one that I wanted to throw out there. It's kind of like one, it launched a huge meme, mm -hmm. but two, it was a pretty good moment. Like it really cracked me up. Not like ha ha, but the whole Gundor calls for aid, and then later finding out that that became a huge trend of a meme. Was just hilarious. Oh, it is. Wouldn't sit there and say that was my second one. My second one actually, hands down, would have to be when Rohan is getting ready when they're all at the camp out in the mountains and they're riding mm -hmm. on the way to Gundor. Mm -hmm. And Aragorn, and this is in the extended, it's not in the theatrical, but it's in the extended. Gundor sees, or not Gundor, duh, Aragorn sees the King of the Dead. Yep. So he's making his way to go out there, to go through the mountain pass, to go into the catacombs of the dead. And as he goes in there, Legolas stops him. And this is going to be a little lengthy, so bear with me. But Legolas stops him. He's like, basically, where are you going? I'm sorry, Legolas, you can't come with me. Oh, well, basically tell him to that. You know, tell, tell that to him. And you see Gimli sitting there like, sorry, laddie. We're going with ya. Yep, but yep, 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 and, yep. And they, they, they go in there, and Gimli's just dumbfounded because Gimli turns around and he's like, an elf will go underground where a dwarf, where, where, where a dwarf dare not. Oh, what's wrong with this? They go <laughs> I remember running that in scene. There. I remember that yep. scene. They go running in there. They finally make it to what turns out to be kind of like the Hall of the Dead. It's the catacombs, and it looks like it's been hollowed out for people to live underground. Mm -hmm. But then it turns into, like, an emerald city. Yeah. And the dead pop out. And the dead's like, none but the king of Gondor can command me. And you just see Aragorn pull out the blade, grabs the dead by the throat. He's like, it has been remade. Yep. And I the look that. on his face is like, fucking try me, bitch. That was going to be my third one right there, what you're talking about. Well, so, like I said, this is going to be a little lengthy, because I like that part. But then at the very end of that, and you only I only found this in the extended version. I didn't find this in the theatrical. A lot of my references are going to be more from the, the extended version than the theatrical version. That's because you see a lot more in the extended. I love the extended. Extended is better. Yeah, extended is better than theatrical. Theatrical is yes. still good, but you just miss out on a whole lot. Theatrical was Hallmark. Extended is God tier. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, as they get out, they go through this little cave and they, you don't see that, but you see them coming out of like this, this cave system. Because uh -huh. there's just this big thing and they come out and then you see the actual, uh, the black ships of the Corsairs. Yep. And you see this whole thing of Legolas. He's like, Legolas kind of stopped them. Legolas goes to shoot and... Gimli, I think this was either when they got to Gold, when they got, no. It was either right after the caves or when they got to Gundor. No, it was before. Now that I think about it, Gimli had tapped the bow. And Aragorn basically just said, shoot a warning. And Gimli tapped the bow. I think he pushed or something. And when he did, 
Legolas's aim was off, and he killed one of the Corsairs. And they're like, what the fuck? And Aragorn looks, and he's like, oh, just shakes his head because he knows what's going on. <laughs> but then they go running towards the shore to get on the ships, and you just see the dead follow. Yep. I remember because that the scene. dead's gonna get on the ships anyway. Because then, after that, and that's why I said this is gonna be lengthy, when they got to it and all the orcs from Osgiliath, because that's, I, th I believe, yeah, that's the city across from uh, Minas Tirith, mm -hmm. is Osgiliath. And all the orcs come out and they're like, come on, you C-Rex, come on, you, you know, you're, you're talking about the Corsairs. And Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli just jump over, and the orcs are like, oh, we can take these guys. They start charging, and the dead come following after. The orcs are like, oh, no, 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 run away, run away. <laughs> yep. Like, it turned into the whole, oh, we got this, turn around and fuck around and find out situation. Yep. That, that entire scene. So that was a little lengthy, but that was my second favorite. I was actually going to mention that shit part with the ghosts as my third favorite. Oh, but, sorry I stole that from you. Oh, you're fine, you're fine. I have, uh, The entire movie is my favorite part, alright? <laughs> but well, too bad you can't use that. <laughs> my third favorite part, I think, would have to be... Would have to be... Probably... What was it? Oh, when Gandalf comes in to Minas Tirith, and he thinks uh, that one dude, um, his last son is dead, the one that he didn't like. Yes, Denethor. Yeah. Denethor. He is the steward of Gondor. He's not the king or the yeah. ruler. He's the steward. And he thinks his son is dead. And what was the... Uh, I think it was... I, th I think it was Took. Nobody's gonna know that name, dude. Mary is, I believe, the one that. Yeah. It was... Mary is with Rohan. Here, let me explain this to you, so you, so that way you could use it to explain your story. Mary is with Rohan because Mary is with the one chick that's disguised as a shield maiden. That's just, that's disguised as a man, yeah. Well, that's why I said shield maiden because that's technically, if you play one of the games, if you play. Uh, Battle for Middle-Earth 2, one of my favorite games. Her class is technically classified as a shield maiden. Yeah. But she, yeah, she is disguised as a Rohirrim, as a male Rohirrim. Mm -hmm. But, Mary is with her, because if you remember correctly, Mary fights the Witch King of Agmar. Yep. Pippin is the one with Gondor, because Pippin is the one that sings. Yep. But... The only way I remember that is because Pippin is always the one that shouts Mary, and Mary is the one that looks, I want to say older. Like, Pippin looks more soft and, and shorter. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, he ran up to uh, Gandalf, and he goes, he's not dead! And then Gandalf comes in and just yeah. knocks him the fuck out. What the fuck are you doing? In layman's turn. Yeah, hits him in the face with the staff and then literally just fucking takes the bottom end of it and just fucking staff hits him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I have to say that is by far my third favorite scene. Just because it shows that Gandalf is willing to fuck people up for not listening to him. 
Oh, yeah. My third one. <clears throat> My third favorite scene is when the elephants are marching on Mordor. That still only counts as one! Yep. Legolas took down one elephant and he's sliding down the trunk of it. He looks at Gimli, cocks his head, and Gimli just smirks back at him. That still only counts as one! Yep. That's and then as Aragorn's like... What's one of my favorites is Gimli's little that still only counts as one. And that leads up to the whole what you were doing with Gimli's whole certain chance of death, small chance of, uh, of success. Well, what are we waiting for? For me, I like the fact that Legolas slid down it and Gimli's like, that still only counts as one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yep. That I thought was great. And it was also when Aragorn lets the dead go and Gimli's like, that was a bad move, laddie. Could really use him in a tight spot. Yeah. But then, I think my, my, my to end of my favorite one, and this ties into it in my opinion, is the very end. Oh? In the extended version, the mouth of Sauron comes out. Mm. Okay. The mouth, because he has no eyes. And he's wearing a helmet, almost like the Witch King of Agmar. But there's no eye cutouts and no, like, no helmet helmet. It's literally just the mouth. And okay. he speaks. The mouth comes out when, when literally all of the small band of men are literally at the, at the Black Gate. Okay. The mouth comes out and he wants to talk to somebody. Aragorn rides up. And the mouth, and they, they, because I think Aragorn had either Merry or Pippin on the back. I don't remember. And the mouth had said something. And, or, and they were like, no. They, they were like, well, we want you to know the half pint died at a very gruesome death in the show proof. He had uh, the chainmail that Frodo was wearing from like the first movie. The mithril vest. Yep, I remember that. Okay, you went silent, so I was kind of like, okay, you following me? And Sorry. he throws it to Aragorn, and as soon as he hands it, or as soon as he pulls it out, Mary and Pippin are like, that's Frodo's. And the mouth turns and kind of looks at him, and he's like, ah, yes, the half-pint died, a very gruesome death. Whatever, which pissed Aragorn off. And Aragorn, without even reacting, pulls out the sword, cuts off the head of the mouth of Sauron. And he's like, well, that ends negotiations. <laughs> and then as he's riding back and they're like thinking, okay, get ready for a fight. And the gates open up and all the horses are gone. Aragorn starts charging. He's like, for Frodo. But what I liked before that is the the eye of Sauron literally shined on them. Yep. And he's like, uh, he, he says in a very slow manner, Elendil. Aragorn's, you know, basically ancestral name. Mm -hmm. And he's about, he pulls his sword down. He goes to turn. I don't remember who exactly. I think he was looking at all of them. 
and you hear very soft-spoken Aragorn, and he's like, Fur Frodo, so he starts charging. Now, this part, I think you're going to agree with me, and you're going to laugh your ass off. Merry and Pippin, the shortest people in the fucking band, start charging. <laughs> they make it like, I don't know, ten steps, and then the rest of them start charging, so then they're getting buried in the crowd. Yep, I remember that scene. I remember that scene. You just Ergorn's charging just, out yeah. there. Yeah, you see these two short people just running out there, charging into battle. Then you see Gandalf, Air, you know, Gimli and Legolas, they're all charging. Even Aomir's charging into it. And you just see these two short people kind of get enveloped into the crowd. Yeah. And Aragorn, the first thing I liked with Aragorn is he literally took his sword, smacked the spear out of the way, or turned around, did like a 360, and cut a dude in half. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Whenever I see that scene, like whenever someone posts that scene, I always think of that meme of like that old show of Full House, and it shows that the youngest child, uh, Michelle, wait for me, I got tiny legs, and then you just yep. see, yeah, <laughs> and you just see fucking Marion Pippin just ah! charge as fast as they fucking can. They just get swallowed up by the crowd. <laughs> right. Oh, that scene. That scene was amazing. There's an honorable mention I wanted to men that I want to talk about. I wanted to talk about. I can't fucking remember it. Well, you better figure it out. <laughs> Do you have any honorable mentions that you would like to talk about? Um, I will say that the very beginning, the, especially in the extended, you actually see a little bit more of Gollum's like origin story. Yep. I do know in the book it's it's stated in like what the first first chapter of the first book of Gollum's like history, but in the movie they waited till like the second and third, which honestly I think was a smart move. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I I the Return of the King by far was like one of my favorite movies. It was the one I watched literally the most. Return of the King was the best, in my personal opinion. I like how it wrapped everything up in a nice little bow, while still respecting the okay. Franchise. So I just I just wanted to double check it because I was curious. The quote that you're referring to with Gimli: "Certainty of death, small chance of success." What are we waiting for? Yep, right there. He's sitting on the throne, smoking his pipe. By far, one of my favorites. Um, honorable mentions for me, I'd have to say, is literally when they crown Aragorn, and I believe it's at the very end. Yep. And he starts doing doing a song. Yep. I thought that was very good. I liked how he looked um, at his friends and he goes, you bow to no one. Yeah, all four of the hobbits go to bow to him because he's a king. Yep. And then he's like, because I'm looking at the Cope's uh, page. So that way, in case I make a mistake, I could quote myself. And he says to the to the hobbits, my friends, you bow to no one. He bows, and the whole fucking kingdom bows. Yep. And that's the very end, because that's when they're all safe. 
Yep, and that's when that and, that, and then that's when it's starting to show like what they're doing nowadays, which I believe Frodo and Bilbo go off to the Undying Lands. Yep, Gandalf. the elves. Yep, with Gandalf, uh, Gandalf, Galadriel, and Elrond. Yep. Um. Then because I'm looking at the thing right now, and Galadriel says this. The power of the three rings is ended. The time has come for the dominion of men. Elrond in Elvish says the sea calls us home, and he says that to Bilbo. Bilbo, smiling, says he thinks he's ready for quite another adventure. Because Bilbo is tainted by the ring. Yep. And Gandalf basically turns around and says to all the rest of the hobbits, I'm sorry, you know, it's my time has come. It's time for us to go, basically. And Gandalf says, you know, it is time, Frodo. And they were all so confused by it. Yep. But, that being said, there are two other honorable mentions from that that I really did enjoy. What's that? First one is the Witch King against Eowyn. I am no man, yep. You fool, no man can kill me. Yep. Die now. She pulls off, I am no man. But what I liked is she stabbed him in the leg. No, she stabbed him in the head first because Pippin is actually, and a lot of people will say, Eowyn killed the Witch King. Believe it or not, I think the way that they killed off the Witch King was a lot like the Achilles heel trend that they were doing a lot of. Yeah. Because technically, Mary stabs the Witch King in the back of the leg. Kind of, uh, not exactly in the Achilles uh, heel. Yep, yep, yep. But Mary literally stabs him and he falls to his knees. And then Eowyn stabs her sword into his head. Yep. So one could argue that Eowyn didn't kill the Witch King, that it was technically Mary. Yeah. But I will say that, you know, a little fucking hobbit took down the Witch King of Agmar. That was an honorable mention for me. Yeah, yeah, it really was. The other one for me was when Rohan had showed up on the hill. Mm-hmm. And Theoden is basically like, Eomir, take your 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 flank down to the left side. Gamlin, follow the king's banner down the center. Grimbold, take your company right after you pass the wall. Forth and fear no darkness. <laughs> and he's basically chanting, he's like, Arise, arise, riders of Theoden, shears, spears shall be spake, uh, shaken, shields shall be splintered, a sword day, a red day, ere the sun rises, and they're all chanting death. And then Theoden's chant at the end is fourth, Aerolingus. Yeah. That to me was a very was a very good one, just because Theoden's little like war cry chant really always gets me going, especially towards the end with the whole fourth and fear no darkness. Yeah. Uh, then he says, "Their spears shall be uh, shaken." Or uh, yeah, spears shall be shaken, shields shall be splintered. It's a sword day, a red day. Yeah. Ride now, ride, ride to ruin and the world's ending. And they're all 
so then he says fourth Aerolingus. Yeah. Didn't Sauron get not not Sauron but Saruman get stabbed in the third one? Um, I can't remember if it was the second or the third one. I think it's so. I want to say it's the second one. I want to say it's the second one because technically, the war in the forest in Fangorn Forest, and them invading Isengard with uh, the Treants was the second one. Return of the King. Was it the third one? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Because when they, they originally showed up at Rohan. Because it was, I think, after Helm's Deep. Yeah. Because he gets stabbed by Wormtail. Wormtongue. Well, sorry, Wormtongue. Wormtail. Wormtail is Harry Potter. Yeah. Wormtongue is Lord of the Rings because his first name is Grima. Grima Wormtongue. Which, fun fact, our good Lord Saruman, all hail. All hail. <laughs> actually turned around and told the director, have you ever been stabbed before? Do you know what that sounds like? Yep. That was when he wanted him to make a scream or something. Yeah, he wanted him to do a say. He's like, have you ever been stabbed before? That's not what that sounds like. The man knows what he's talking about. He's seen some shit, too. Yeah, considering the fact that he's been in a rock band, he's been knighted, he's done a very, a lot of iconic roles as movies, and he's been, what was it, World War One or World War Two as a, a neo-Nazi hunter? He was a Nazi hunter in World War Two. Thank you. Man's seen some shit. Yeah, he's seen a thing or two, because he knows a thing or two. He's just not a farmer. But da 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 Please don't sue me. <laughs> He's the one Chuck Norris's fears. <laughs> yeah. Everybody says Chuck Norris ain't got shit on this person. Well, Chuck Norris has pictures of of Christopher Lee hanging up in his bedroom. Also, fun fact for those who didn't know, Wormtongue, the guy who played Wormtongue, played Chucky. Yeah, Grima. You can just say Grima in case you get in case you don't want to sit there and fight in Wormtail. Just call him Grima. Well, his name is Brad Dorif, and I did not know that till much recently. Also, uh, think it was Pippin, who played his non-binary child in the seat of Chucky. Yeah. And Andy Circus, our very own Schmeagol, has had a lot of iconic roles. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't know that about um. I didn't know he uh Wormtongue and I think it was Pippin played in the Chucky movies. I had no idea. I knew Grima did. I didn't know about Pippin. Yeah, there was a documentary on I think I think it was Amazon Prime. All right, I think we need to address the elephant in the room before we get off here, which is the fact that Pippin starts singing. Yep, 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 yep. That. While in the service of Denethor, because that is a very, like, iconic song to anybody who's watched the movie. Yes, it is, and it's such a sad scene. Just because it not only shows him singing, it shows the battle that's going on while he's eating a tomato. And it just... Oh, yeah. And it just... 
you see the you see the tomato dripping down his chin, and you see like I think it was during the part of the scene during the part of the battle where it looked like the humans were losing. Is when he was singing. so. What I had sent you right here is literally the conversation between the mouth of Sauron and Aragorn. This is what I was referring to. Yep. Because I completely forgot after I was reading the description, I completely forgot that the mouth of Sauron and Gandalf know each other. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I remember this. But yeah, that entire scene was with the Pippin singing. Yep. And that entire scene was amazing because it showed the sadness. It showed the steward not fucking giving two shits. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and that's so that's the part for me a lot as I'm reading and I'm thinking about it. That was the part for me that I really that I also enjoyed, and I forgot to bring this up too before. And this is why Aragorn cuts off the mouth of Sauron's head. Yep. With one stroke of the of the blade that was reforged, when I laugh and I completely forgot that he had said this. And who is this? He's Hildur's heir. It takes more to make a king than a broken elvish blade. Yep. Well, that pissed him off so that he cuts him with one stroke. One fucking stroke of Enderil, which I have in my room. I love it. And Gimli was the one that was, uh, sat there and said, I guess that concludes negotiations. Yep. Gimli by far has been one of my favorite characters in the entire sh in the entire movie series. He's always been right. my favorite. You know, a lot of people do not believe that Gimli, the actor for Gimli, actually has a very is very uh, well known. Yeah, they they talk about it a lot. Where um, it's now resurfacing uh, on like shorts and TikToks and all that other shit where they would talk about, like, the fighting practices. And the actor for Gimli is like, all right, who am I hitting? You? All right, I'll hit you, then you, then you, and you. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else would be all like, all right, this is how we're going to choreograph. Gimli's actors are all like, I'm going to hit you first, then you, then you, then well, you, and Well, here's good. the thing that I, I think is funny that a lot of people tend to forget mm -hmm. is the actor for Gimli is the same actor in Indiana Jones. Yep. He also played Treebeard. Yeah, you could tell in the voice. Oh, in yeah. the beard. It's in the beard. I'm telling you, it's in the beard. And I can't, I want to say he was also in something else that I was very familiar with that I remember watching. I can't remember what it was. Uh... Um, oh, yes, In the Name of a King. In the name of the king, a dungeon siege tale. I forgot he was in that movie because I forgot about that movie. The name of the king. Why does that sound familiar? It's the king. It's the name of the movie with uh, Jason Statham. That sounds. Eh. I should beat your ass for not knowing this. Oh yeah! It's been forever since I've seen this movie. Yeah. I That's right. Hate, he played. I, I hate he, you. The dude's name was Farmer. Yeah, Farmer turned around ago. and became the king. Yeah, it's, I have it. It's one of my favorites. Because Ron Perlman literally gets killed 
and he literally takes on like four to five fucking dudes, and Ray Liotta's the bad guy in it. That's right. I remember that movie now. Oh. Because a lot of people, because he, he was also in Once Upon a Time. Yep. Aquaman. Uh, Prisoners of the Sun. He's going to be in the new Aquaman movie. And the, he was in the first one, too. Yeah, he's the Brian King. Yep. I know a thing or two. I'm currently looking at... Oh, he's also on the TV show Psych. I'm currently looking at his IMDb page before we get off. Ah, he's still voicing Gimli. Yeah. He's doing uh, Gimli in the newest Lord of the Rings, Return to Moria. Yep. She was show. also in Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, the video game. Oh, I did not know that. Legend of the Seeker. Yeah. yeah. He's done a lot of shit. He's very well known. I mean, I don't think anybody literally goes into acting and they don't, when they hear John Reese Davis, anybody who's anybody knows him. Yeah. Yeah, he's done quite a lot, and yeah, he's he's a very when, when he wasn't Gimli, when he wasn't Gimli, he was my favorite as Salah in uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I almost wanted to say he was also in Game of Thrones, but I don't think that's accurate. No, I don't think he was. I don't think. But I've seen him was. in a few other <laughs> things too, huh? Yeah. I know Sean Bean was. Well, yeah, Sean Bean was... He was Boromir, and then he was Ned Stark. Yep. And then he died. I really but wanted to I want to say there was a recent movie that I watched that had John Reese davis in it, and it was a very popular movie, and I can't remember what the name of the movie was. It might have been one of those that he was in it, but not credited for it. Oh. I don't remember. I just know I've seen him in a lot of things. He's very iconic. Right now, the only ones that uh, are in is The Gates. Oh. It's probably Anaconda that I'm thinking of, because I think I watched one of the other Anacondas that he was in. He's even in a Batman audio audio thing called Batman Unburied. I'm going to have to check that out. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is right there. Hey. You hear Batman and boom. Yep, I got to I like looking at I like looking Oh, at the that's what he's in that I'm thinking of that I remember seeing him in. What's wow, that? that's an old fucking movie. Helen of Troy. Huh. But anyways, guys, we're a little bit over our time frame. We shall talk at just you later. A wee bit. Just a just just a little bit. Well, we have a good reason. We got to talk about Lord of the Rings. And John Reese Davis. And John Reese Davis. And ev and every Every um, alpha male's wet dream, Sir uh, Christopher Lee. Yeah. Yeah, I've got posters of him. <laughs> Chuck Norris has posters of him, okay? Everybody has a poster of him. You don't breathe on this earth without <laughs> knowing who Christopher... You don't breathe on this earth without knowing who the fuck Sir Christopher Lee is. Right? All right, guys. Uh, we shall talk at you later. You guys have fun. Um, let us know what you're doing. Let us know what your favorite com uh, favorite part of the movie was. Catch you guys later. And he also did kind of screaming too. Remember that. And this is Anime Shogun and Global Outcast. We're signing out, fuckers.